Yo, 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 welcome to the Train Em Up podcast. Let's get it. Them up exists to equip young parents in discipling their children, helping them to be intentional, encourage imitation, and give instruction. My name is Joshua Chapman, and I am here with my wonderful wife, my covenant cutie, my lifetime plus <laughs> I was one. What you're my say. baby. Okay, you've baby, had a long time baby. to prepare for this. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about it the entire summer, baby. <laughs> amazing, amazing. <laughs> what it do, baby? Tag team back again. <laughs> What's going on? How you doing over I'm there? I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. Yeah, it's sweet to get to do this again. It's been a nice little break, but I'm really excited to jump back in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, as you know, this is the first episode of season two. Different season, but the aim is still the same. Okay. Yeah, we're seeking to help (laughs) equip young parents in discipling their children, helping them to be intentional, encourage imitation, and give instruction. Like the tag said, baby, how are you feeling about season two? Yeah, I'm excited. Um, it was a big feat to do season one. Mm. Feel very accomplished. Mm. Felt like we got to take a little break. Mm. And the break was great. It was great. But as we start thinking about brainstorming, you know, just getting all our ideas down for season two, it's just really exciting. Is mm. there really is more to talk about? Yeah. And so. Yeah. Speaking of more to talk about, why don't we just hop in <laughs> real quick, it. baby? Yeah. What are we talking about today? Today we are talking about being present as parents who long for their children to know the Lord, an important aspect of our parenting is to be present with our children. Mm. And so, you know, as we think about discipleship, as that's what we're talking about, discipling our kids, when we think about discipleship in general, not even just with our children, we know discipleship to be a relational ministry. Mm, That's good. It requires the person doing the discipling to be present, having real-time interactions with the person they're discipling. Mm -hmm. You know, this can look like meals, it's Bible studies, it's bringing them alongside you to do ministry with you, Mm -hmm. um, letting them just be in your home with you, grocery shopping, working out, you know, all these things. And a ministry here in Memphis Downline that we both went through always would say, to do life on life on with now. those you're discipling. Yes. And so yes. a huge aspect of discipleship is being present. Yes. Yeah. And it's also very important in family discipleship. Yeah, absolutely. Like parents, we have to be present. Mm-hmm. You know, you're talking about life on life. Like, man, you're doing real life on life with your <laughs> kids. Like they watching you, you get up. Yeah meals hanging out putting them down they're watching interactions like it it really is life on life Mm -hmm. and so if we're really going to disciple our children well we really do have to be present you know even as we think about the three eyes being intentional requires being present yeah you know uh encouraging imitation meaning that you're modeling before them right you know they are present with you they are in your presence yeah Yeah. in your hip pocket they right there yeah you know what i'm saying and even when you give instruction Mm-hmm. It requires that you do it in person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it really does require presence. And so it is very important um, to show up, you know, to spend time together. And if we're going to do well in discipling our children, then we would have to be present with them. Yeah. And another reason why we're talking, well, one of the reasons why we're talking about, you know, this important topic of being present 
is because parental absence is real. Yeah. You know, Um, sadly, it is very common to where, you know, like, man, um, a parent, one or both parents can be missing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, And and that's not just with unbelievers. It's also with Christians to where a parent or both can be MIA. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absent. Yeah. Unfortunately, it really can be a common thing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we see this in different ways. Yeah. One, it can be a physical absence where the mom or the dad are not presently active in raising their children. Yeah. Super sadly, it can happen through the death of a parent. Mm. Um, It it can also happen through divorce, which can make being present more of a challenge. Yeah. Um, depending on those situations. Um, But we're not even merely thinking of single-parent homes. Um, It could be that both parents are in the home physically and yet still absent Mm -hmm. in a sense where they're, you know, the person's always working or prioritizing other relationships or hobbies or just staying too busy for their children to where, yes, they live there, they sleep there, but they're not actually physically there. Um, And so... There are even more categories than this when we think about physical absence of a parent. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, this can be a very common thing for children to experience. Um, There's also the idea of relational absence with parents where they can be physically there, but not intentionally there Mm -hmm. trying to build Mm -hmm. that relationship with their children. Man, it's true. That's true. Yeah. And really sad. (laughs) It is. And it can be, and we can all be guilty of this at times, but where that's why we're doing this episode exactly <laughs> but you Convicted know yeah <laughs> by this in preparation absolutely but just that relational absence category could be where yeah the the presence is a bare minimum where there's mm. nothing intentionally being done together yeah. almost relationally stiff arming the yeah, child like hitting the, hitting your kid with the husband yeah you know what i'm saying to yeah. where you like you know, back, back, (laughs) not really spending much time with no activities together. Mm -hmm. Even if you are available, you're still choosing to to not do it. You're choosing to do so many other things besides spending intentional hangout, fun, relational building time with your children. Always choosing to invest in other relationships. Yeah. 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 And other, other absence one to hit on is just emotional absence, you know, to where the parents are physically there, uh, physically present and yet they don't really engage with their children at a heart level. Mm. So there um, could be a relationship. Yeah. yeah but yeah, but nothing of depth. Exactly. Yeah. Emotional depth. Like, man, you're stoic. Mm-hmm. In one sense, you don't ever or rarely ever verbally communicate your affections, your love for your children. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't physically express much affections mm-hmm. to them. Um, there's not many heart to heart combos. Yeah. Um, to where like, man, if your, your kid is feeling down, you're not really entering in, mm. you know, you're not opening up like, man, I can relate to it. It's just like, man, stop crying. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or you're going to be all right. Mm-hmm. Um, and just not really taking advantage of that opportunity mm. to engage with them emotionally. Yeah. Um, and these things are very common. Yeah. You know, I see some of this in my own life sure. just to be real. Yeah. Like, you know, um, to where I'm constantly having to confess mm-hmm. these things to the Lord and ask for God's help 
and ask for God's uh, power by the Holy Spirit yeah. to enter in and to really show love and be present. Definitely. And I think these can be on all levels of yeah. extreme or mm-hmm. just like you said, it's it pops up here and yeah. there and I notice, oh, I'm starting to, yeah. you know, head down this road. Let mm-hmm. me, you know. Yeah, redirect. what we don't want is for it yeah. to be a pattern. Exactly. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because we're all guilty of this being a possibility. These mm-hmm. things do happen as parents. We're sinners. Um, at the same time, we want to take captive those thoughts. Yeah. We want to turn away right. um, from sinning in these ways to where not we're really not showing love to our kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. And seeing that, you know, among fallen humans, these things are common. The other reality is, well, the a reality is this is not God's design for parenting. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you think about Deuteronomy chapter six, when he talks about how we should be discipling our children. He says in Deuteronomy six, um, yeah, repeat the words I'm giving you today. They're to be on your heart. Repeat them to your children. You know, talk about them when you sit in your house and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. And so in order for you to instruct your child mm-hmm. in these particular ways, as you go, you got to be present. Yeah. You know, and and this isn't just even as we talk about uh, emotional presence. Yeah. You know, uh, Psalm 103 is very helpful because, you know, one may hear emotional presence and think that, oh, that's just what the mom does. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but Psalm 103 verse 15 says, as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. There's just this expectation that the father has this affection mm. for his child. That's good. Compassion upon them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and the Lord has that for his children. And also, you know, moms, they do care well for uh, their children. And Isaiah talks about this. Isaiah chapter 49, verse 15. Can a, mom, can a woman forget her nursing child or lack compassion for the child of her womb? You know, the answer is absolutely not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then the Lord says, even if these forget, I will not forget you. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's picking up. The scriptures are picking up and hitting on these uh, the the relational aspect that parents have with their children yeah. and they'd be affectionate and compassionate. Yeah, God's design yeah. for parents is to be physically present, relationally present, present emotionally present. Yes, yeah. yes. No, that's so good. And I really appreciate that you show us that from Scripture. You know, and you you already kind of pointed this out, but as we think of the Godhead, we the see Godhead. the Godhead. What you talking about? Come on now. Okay, let me Break explain something theological. <laughs> you ever talking about the Godhead? <laughs> Godhead. God got the, a head. The Father, <laughs> the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Come on now. That's good. That's good. And so as we as we the think about God. the Triune God, yes. As we think about the Godhead from Scripture, we see that He models this mm. so perfectly. Yes. yes, he does. You know, we see in Scripture from beginning to end that God desires to be present with His people. Mm. We saw it in Eden, in the garden, yeah. as He was with Adam. Yeah. With Adam, Adam and Eve. With God. Yeah. Yes, Adam walked with God. Mm-hmm. We see it in the tabernacle where God instructed Moses on how to build something to where he could be with the people, Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and then later Solomon builds the temple. I'm coming. Mm. You you are. (laughs) Come on, give us this biblical theology. Uh, So we see Solomon 
building the temple for mm. God to dwell with his people. To permanently dwell with his people in Jerusalem. Come on now. That's they went from the tabernacle to the temple. Go yes. ahead, baby. Yes. I'm going to keep coming. So then we get to the New Testament and we see nothing better than the incarnation where mm. Jesus, Emmanuel, God yeah. with us. John 1, 14, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Yes. And we have seen his glory. The preacher's the jumping in, guys. The only son from the father, <laughs> full of grace and truth. Come on now. Yes. And then, you know, once Jesus ascends, he sends the Holy Spirit Mm. to dwell within us, to be present with us. Yes. And then we look forward to the new heavens and the new earth where God will dwell with his people. Oh, come on now. Revelation 21, the dwelling place of God is with man. Girl, you about, (laughs) man, I wish I had some keys right now. (laughs) Yes. And so... We just see that God desires to be present with his people yes. and he initiates it. Mm, come on. God is with his people. And then we see through Christ's example, as he sought to disciple the 12 and others, that he called them to be with him. Mm. During those years of his earthly, earthly ministry, yes. his disciples, they were in his hip pocket. Yes, they were. They were following him everywhere, doing everything with him. Come on. And so we see that this is how intentional Jesus was mm, with his. Yes. And then as I already mentioned, you've yes. got the Holy Spirit who literally dwells within Christians. Yes, yes. Being our comforter, our mm-hmm. helper, yes. bringing to mind scripture, yes. all of these things Come on, baby. Um, show. <laughs> my bad. I'm only <laughs> gassing you up, but you, you spend yes. my fire. Come on, keep going. Thank you. But, but all of these show that God models being present with his people. And so if God is like this with his children, Mm -hmm. if Jesus was like that with his disciples, then may we follow this example with our children as we seek to disciple them. That's real good. That's really. Okay. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) You could have kept going. I definitely would have kept on listening because that was really, really good. Now, as we get into, you know, being present, we do want to be sensitive to the reality that some parents' jobs and their responsibilities in order for them to provide for their family, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, really care well for their family, um, prevents them from being as present with them as they would like, as yes, they would absolutely. prefer. You know, and that's real. You mm-hmm. know, some parents work in multiple jobs. Yeah. Parents have to. Some of them are going through school and stuff like that. And so these yeah. things are real. So it kind of um, prevents the time. Yeah. Um, and so that's real. That's hard. Uh, my mom, she was a single parent, mm-hmm. you know, and so I can even remember, you know, that at the same time, what we're trying to do is we want to be sensitive to that. And for you, if this is your situation, you know, we're definitely not trying to heap up guilt. Not at all. By no and means. And not trying to say it's a one size fits all. This not is what it looks all. like. Not yeah. at all. We are fully aware um, that, man, different seasons things can be very difficult and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, and so we're definitely not trying to heap up guilt one one of the things that we would encourage you to continue to do is that uh, the time that you get please make the most of it yeah you know putting effort um, to spend good time yeah. and quality time and be an encouragement yeah. with your kids and so because you could even have a parent who is physically with their children 24 mm-hmm. 7 yeah and not make the most of it. And then yeah. a parent who only gets 30 minutes 
of awake time a day with their child and absolutely makes the most of it. And so to not underestimate what God can use or can do with a small amount of time Mm -hmm. that we offer to him. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And so definitely wanted to give that caveat as we get into more of uh, encouraging us to show up. Yeah. To so be present. Yeah. We wanted to say, take, take these practical things and apply them to the time you get with your children. Yes, come on. No Thank matter if that. it's big or small. Yeah. 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 Um, and even as we talk about being present, you know, one of the things we've talked about extensively in the first season is like these formal um, teaching times, these formal teaching moments. And as important as the formal teaching moments are, and they are very important, um, we do want to make clear that being present in the lives of our children goes beyond that. Mm. You know, like it's yeah. good to be present, to give that biblical instruction mm-hmm. and however y'all do it in your rhythms. Um, at the same time, you don't only want to be present for that. Yeah. You know, playing with your kids um, mm-hmm. is very important because, yes, we're trying to disciple our children, but our children are more than just disciples. Yeah. They're our children. Yeah. You know, we're their parents. Yeah. And so we want to make those That's memories. Good. We want to interact with them. We want to work with them, whether it's Lego projects or whatever it or is homework. like that. Yeah. Homework. You know, yeah. we want to be there to put them down in their bedtime routine and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, and so it's like, man, we really want to be present, relationally engaging with them, having fun, making memories. Because um, the more we give here in that relational time, that informal time, that informal yeah. time, you know, the more we may have their ear during that formal time. Yeah. And we don't do it just for that, but we, what a great benefit that yeah, becomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And being present, it really is an expression of love. A hundred percent. You know, because love is to selflessly give up yourself for the good of the other. Mm. And so as you are being present with them, giving them your attention, hanging out with them, spending time, doing stuff like that, mm-hmm. like you're showing love. And it's also exemplary, mm-hmm. you know, um, encouraging imitation. What yeah. we want to do is model for them what we desire from them yeah. with us and also what we want them to be doing with others. No, absolutely. With yeah. their friends, with their teachers, yeah. their classmates, whatever it is, like be fully present. Yeah. Absolutely. It's so good. And so, you know, as we kind of, this, not that this was all an intro, but we want to get now to kind of the meat of the practicality of what we are wanting to encourage. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. my husband came up with this idea to have an acronym mm. for what it means to be present as parents in the lives of our children. And so we are going to encourage parents to show up, to show up. Now, and I so, came up with the idea of the acronym but we work together in coming up with this sure, acronym. This is yes. way more you than me. No. <laughs> <laughs> My wife was just like, what word do you want to use? <laughs> and then, why don't we get to it? And so you worked your magic, baby. Well, so, so we're going to go ahead and explain our acronym of show up. So follow with me. So S-H-O-W-U-P. Yep. So we want to see our children. We want to hear our children. We want to be open with our children. We want to welcome our children. We want to be undistracted with our children. And we want to be purposeful with our children. Mm -hmm. And so we are going to walk through these six different 
stages of the acronym show up. So you think about as parents, what does it look like for us to show up, Mm -hmm. to be present with our children? And the first letter. The first letter is C. Well, it's S, but the word is C. (laughs) It's C. (laughs) What? Hilarious. Okay. That may be. Yes. I need to like, go we got to work on the alphabet again, <laughs> okay? okay? A, yes. B, C. Okay. <laughs> I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so the first letter is S. The first word to that letter is C. Yes. We want to see our children. We want to have our eyes on them. We want them to feel seen by us. Yes. You know, I think of this example as of recently, um, our two oldest kids are doing swim lessons and... You know, it never fails. Every swim lesson, our kids will look over at different times just to see if we're watching. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just so often it's like, oh, yep, yep, good (laughs) thumbs up. You know, you're giving the thumbs up. You're doing great. Keep going. But you just notice how much children actually do long to be seen by their parents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And even in the home, like, there have been so many times to where our kids would come up to us and be like, you know, daddy, I want to show you something, mm-hmm. you know, like, daddy, look at this. Yeah. Look what I can do. Look what I can do. Mm-hmm. Watch what, look what I did. Mm-hmm. You know, let me show you this and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like my son, he's really into the Legos right now and he just loves building and he loves to show us. Sometimes he loves to build right in front of us. Yeah. Um, and like, he really wants us to see him, yeah. you know? And so what we want to do is pay attention yeah. with our eyes. Yeah you know, watch them. And part of, you know, seeing them is being present to where we don't have to ask the question I've asked so many times Mm. in the past, like, um, can you do it again? Hmm. You know, I missed it. Can you do it again? Whether I was looking at my phone or looking elsewhere. So it's like, man, we want to watch them as much as we can watch them for the first time, watch them do it the first time. And it's so dignifying to turn and give them our eyes in that kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, this doesn't take too much explaining, but it's very hard. It is. And so it's something we want to start to be, if you're not already to be more diligent and thinking, what does it look like for me to really see my children Mm -hmm. and to, help them know that they are seen by me. Yes. So then we get to our next letter, which is H. Yes, it is. And the word is here. Mm. So in the same vein, but obviously a little different, is we really want to listen well to our children. Come on, come on. We want to listen well. We want to hear them out. Uh, We want our ears to be attentive to the words that they're saying, you know, whether they're sharing with us their highs and their lows or whether they crack a joke or something like that, or man, us just asking questions, or them asking us questions, like we want to be attentive as much as we can. And they got questions. And they got a lot of questions. <laughs> Toddlers and, be asking questions all day long. Oh my goodness, golly, yeah. like why did you do that? What are we doing? What are we doing today? Where are we going? Yeah. Like, oh man, they got all kinds of questions. But also, they have stories. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like whether it's imaginary mm-hmm. or something they watched or the game that they're playing or telling us about what they just did, telling us about yeah. what they did. Like they have all kinds of stories. And part of hearing them is paying attention to the story with great interest. Mm. You know, maybe not maybe, but also thinking about what follow up questions can I ask to keep the conversation yeah. going? No, it's like being an active listener. Active that way. listener. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, that's so good. 
Because you know, we love them. Yeah. And we just have to really be on guard. At least, I don't know if anybody else is with me. I know for me, I have to be on guard against tuning them out. Oh, same here. You know, sadly, I can think of how often my children are trying to get my attention. And sometimes a whole minute might go by. Mm -hmm. And then I realize, oh my goodness, I'm sorry. You've been trying to tell me something for the last (laughs) minute. And I've just been zoned out in my own world doing whatever I'm doing. Uh, I remember my grandma even called me out on it one time. We were visiting my parents and she lived with them. And yeah, she was like, no wonder they say your name so many times. You are listening to them. (laughs) You know, but it it struck me because I was like, man, she's right. Mm -hmm. You know, and so... Yeah, it just, again, just as it's dignifying to show our kids that we see them in the same way it is for us to let them know we really do hear them and that it's important to us to hear them. Um, And partly how we do this is not just by hearing from them, but initiating conversation with them. Yeah. Entering into a conversation because we want to hear from them, you know, and so asking them certain things in order to be ready to listen to what they have to say. Yeah, even with hearing like some of my favorite times uh, with Jace, you know, is going to the barbershop, you know, to where there have been times I need to do more of this, but like to not play the music. Yeah. But to just, yeah, man, let's just talk. Let me just ask questions. Yeah. Those have been very fun times, Mm -hmm. you know, and so it's like, was like to, have that intentionality yeah. to spark up those converse, strike up those combos and really pay attention. Yeah. hundred percent. And so then the next one we want to get into is the O being open with mm. our children. And this one, you know, might take a little more explaining here, Yeah. but really what we're getting at is as parents who want a relationship with our children, we need to be transparent with them. Yeah. We need to welcome them into our lives as mm-hmm. well. When they share hard things, man, we can enter in, we can empathize with them. We can relate like, man, did that hurt? Did you just hurt your knee? Man, daddy or mommy can certainly relate. I've fallen, I've hurt, or I've hurt my back, (laughs) you know, or like, man, was that really hard to share? Um, Man, I too struggle with selfishness. Mm -hmm. You know, there are times where I don't want to share some of the things I really value. Mm -hmm. You know, like just really opening up, letting them know that we can struggle with those things too. There are times when we ourselves want to cry. Um, Like, and there are times when we do cry, mm-hmm. you know, and so just being transparent with them. Yeah. Entering in to those yeah. moments. Yeah. And another thing we just um, actually just had an evangelism training at our church recently. And the pastor who led that, um, he gave such a great example of evangelism for parents with their children is sharing their testimonies. Yeah. And it was very striking. I was like, wow, I didn't ever think of that. But what does it look like as our kids continue to get older to let them in more and more to our own stories and letting them hear how the Lord saved us? And oftentimes when we share that, yeah, they're getting to hear major marks of our life, Um, you know, the kind of the hills and the valleys that we've gone through. And so, yeah, just the more we can be transparent in an appropriate way really helps deepen that relationship. That's good, baby. That's good. Another way to be open with our children is to share our own sin struggles with them. We don't want to model this pretend perfection before them. And, you know, we've mentioned in the past during our prayer episode, how we try to teach our kids prayers of confession. 
And so at lunchtime, we often try to kind of practice and model these prayers. And one time recently I was praying and it can be very humbling, even in front of our kids to like confess our sins at lunch. And I was asking the Lord to forgive me for being anxious. And so I prayed that said, you know, amen. And our daughter, she said, mommy, what were you being anxious about? And I was like, okay, I can either laugh it off and kind of move on, or I can take this moment to actually open up to her and share what I was worried about. Um, and so, yeah, it, it struck me because that's not something I'm normally sharing with my kids, but it was like, this is a real opportunity, one for discipleship and two, to just help them see, yeah, mommy needs grace too. Mommy mm, needs forgiveness too. Yeah. So. No, that's really good. And the other thing with that is, you know, if we want them to open up to us, it'll be good for us to model it before them, Mm -hmm. you know, um, being that example, encouraging imitation. Yeah, absolutely. And so our W for show um, we've got is we want to be welcoming. Mm. Yeah, we want to welcome our children. Yes. And so what that looks like really is we want them to know that they're wanted, Facts. You think of when someone welcomes you into their home, they're seeking to be hospitable, to host you, to say, you know, mi casa es su casa. And so we want our kids to know you are welcome Mm -hmm. here. We want a relationship with you. And this can be shown physically, you know, through giving hugs, giving kisses. This can be shown or this can be stated verbally. Yeah. You know, it can yeah. be, hey, I want you to go with me to the store. Or, mm-hmm. hey, will you come sit by me while we watch this movie? Yes. Um, hey, I want you to talk to me about your day. Can you tell me how school was? Um, come here, give me a hug. You know, these are just different ways that yeah. we can verbally say, I want you in my life. I want you relationally right now in this moment. Yeah. And with that, like, one of the ways we can do that at the very beginning of the day is greeting them when we wake up, or at least when they wake up. Yeah, when they wake <laughs> yeah, up. When they I ain't wake trying up. to go wake them. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Definitely ain't trying to wake them. You know, but when they get up, you know, when they get out of the room, the mm-hmm. green bug turns green. We like for us to <laughs> greet them with affection. Yeah. Um, to welcome them so well, whether mm-hmm. you're just chasing them around or you're just giving them the biggest hug, you're going up yeah. to them. They get home from school and you get home from work. Mm-hmm. Like you're just giving them this sincere, welcoming greeting yeah. that you're just so excited to be in their presence. Yeah, yeah acknowledging them in that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other part of welcoming them is accepting them for their interest. Hmm. Unpack that. Yeah. Um, so the Lord has uniquely wired all of us, and that includes our children. Mm-hmm. And sometimes our kids can have interests that we are completely disin- disinterested in. Like, we just <laughs> like, man, that ain't my thing. I ain't uh-huh. really interested in that, mm-hmm. or this planet of sand, or whatever it is. You know, um, you just really not be excited about that. Like, that doesn't get you up. You don't want to do that at all. But it's something that they love. Mm -hmm. And part of welcoming them, part of being welcoming is, you know, to celebrate Mm -hmm. the things that they're interested in. You know, whether it's playing a musical instrument or something like that, and you just don't do that. But, like, not only do that, but, like, spend time with Mm -hmm. them in their interest. In their world. In their world. Yeah according to, you know, how they're wired, you know, we're really showing them that we love you and we love everything about you. All of you, your interests, your personality. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. We love you for who you are, not just if you become what you want 
we want you to become. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, that's good. And so then we get to the up show up. Yeah, the you. The you is to be undistracted. Dun, Mm -hmm. dun, dun. This is a hard one in this iPhone age. Yeah, digital age, period. Yeah. All kinds of distractions are available. But we, in order to be present with our kids, we really want them to have our full attention. Facts. Facts. Yeah. Yeah, so the reality is with being present, I mean, with being undistracted, the time you get with them is the time you give to them. Hmm. That's what it means to be undistracted. Let me say it again, because I didn't say it that well. (laughs) Let me say it again. (laughs) When it comes to being undistracted, it is the time you get with them is the time you give to them. Yeah, that should be your model. That should be your model. You are all in with them when you're hanging out. Like, you're not distracted. You're not on your phone. You're not watching TV. You know what I'm saying? Like, you are just... 100% 100% yeah. fully present getting that yeah. time. And when we say you, we mean we. Yeah, the parent, <laughs> us. No, I mean, we, yeah. Oh, yeah, me us and as you. well. Like, Absolutely. yes, like, Absolutely. we're not preaching this to you. We're preaching this to ourselves yes. as well. Facts. Um, and, you know, one example I read, which I thought was so helpful, was this goal of giving your children 10 minutes a day completely distraction-free. The mm. phone is up. Like no other agenda, but to be present with your kid in their world. They're choosing what you do. Yeah. 10 minutes a day. Y'all, I got to be completely honest. It's hard. It's very hard. It is hard. I find myself when I've tried to do it, looking at the clock and I hate that I, I feel that way, but it's a real struggle because we're so prone to want to, yeah, be doing other things. Mm -hmm. And so that is, it feels like a small thing, just 10 minutes, but Man, it's a great goal. If yeah. every day we would try to give just this 10 minutes of undistracted in their world time. And I think the place that I heard it from had even done some research on it mm. and said it just makes dividends in the relationship yeah. with your children. And so it'd just be something to consider. Yeah, for sure. Now, when she says, you know, given that encouragement, it doesn't mean that you only spend 10 minutes no. a day with your kids. But what, it does, what she's getting at is... Man, you're fully present, undistracted, mm-hmm. engaging them in their world yeah. for those 10 minutes. Yeah. Fully yeah. present. Where it's something that they're che- they get to pick what yeah. you're doing, all of that. Yeah. You know, and I think it's kind of like praying where we can have prayer goals, but we start smaller yeah. and we hope it builds. Yeah. And I think it's the same with that. For oh, sure. That's really good. You know, and that this goes without saying, but also just thinking through what does it look like for parts of our day to be where our phone is up, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I even, you kind of mentioned this earlier, but even think through car rides, maybe not always turning the music on, not yeah. always making that phone call, but just talking with your children as you're going somewhere. Yeah. You know, whether you're playing Legos, you playing catch, um, you're eating a meal, you're just all in and engaged with your kids. Yeah, absolutely. And so our last one is to be purposeful with our mm, children. Yes. We want to be intentional. Um, and so, you know, we think of Ephesians 5, 15 and 16 here. Um, it says, pay careful attention then to how you live, not as unwise people, but as wise, making the most of the time because the days are evil. And so really, this is just getting at the idea of stewarding our time well. This kind of sums up this idea of showing up. Yeah. You know, whether this could be family outings, one-on-one time that you're getting with your kids, 
um, initiating something that you know they will enjoy. Yes. Thinking ahead of time, making good, helpful plans to spend time with your children. Yeah. And also looking for teachable moments in that informal time. Absolutely. You know, ways to bring up the Lord as you spend time together. Again, Deuteronomy 6 talks about, you know, when you walk, when you sit, you know, so looking for those moments to connect um, it to the Lord and make much of him before your children, Yeah, you know, and, as you do this, this is where uh, formal time also comes in as well. Yeah. Um, to where we're being purposeful. We're trying to talk about Christ uh, and point you to him. 100%. Um, and in the informal time, these are real investments in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And so seeing informal time is purposeful in a way that I'm investing in my relationship with my children. I am deepening that relationship yeah. with them. Absolutely. And so, yeah. 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 So as we think about show up, you know, let's just think of this for a minute. Aren't we so thankful that the Lord sees us, mm, come that on. he hears us, Yeah. that he opens his heart to us. He reveals himself to us. Yeah. In his word. Yeah. Come he on. welcomes us. Yes. He gives us his undivided attention. <laughs> yes. And he is an intentional God. He mm. is always on purpose Amen. with his children. Amen. Come on now. And so, yeah, show up is what we encouraging. Yeah. You know, uh, so show up. Let's go out there and let's show up with our kids. <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, showing up will really set the stage for us to s- disciple our children mm-hmm. well. You know, we're intentional. We're setting the example. We're taking advantage of the teachable moments. Um, showing up is just so important. So may we do this. See, hear, be open, welcome them, be undistracted, be purposeful. We need to do this. And and man, with our kids are young, it's important for us to get into that habit now Mm -hmm. to practice that now, because the reality is, you know, the years will pass. And as responsibility increases, availability decreases. Mm -hmm. And that's with us. That's with our kids. Um, and so as those things happen, it makes showing up all the more necessary. Absolutely. So may we show up. Yeah. Um, time wasted is time that we can't ever get back. Mm-hmm. But time invested, we won't ever regret. Amen. And so may we show up. I do believe that by God's grace, as we do this, we will be faithful in discipling our children. Yeah. You know, this brings to a conclusion the first episode of season yeah, two. Thanks for coming back to yeah, us. Yeah, <laughs> we're so excited to be with y'all once yeah. again. Yeah. Man, love it. Love it and love y'all until next time.